Private Lender Podcast, Episode 14. The Private Lender Podcast quote of the day comes to us from Peter Lynch who said, Know what you own and know why you own it. This is the Private Lender Podcast, the show that shares practical advice and know-how for new and seasoned lenders, from private mortgages on single-family houses to joint ventures on commercial projects and beyond. Discover details about investment vehicles that you won't find at your local bank or online broker. Listen and learn from private lenders and real estate investors, as well as from professionals and entrepreneurs, as they share the details, strategies, and the insight that allows for successful and prosperous lending. Now, get ready to increase your ROI. Here's your host, Keith Baker. Hey, 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 Lender Nation. Welcome back to the Private Lender Podcast. I'm your host, Keith Baker, and I just want to say thank you for sharing your time with me today. Got an interesting interview with Landon Rothstein today. He's a local Houston area heavy hitter when it comes to real estate, and he's partnered up with one of the say, premier investors in the Houston area, and they've created, that's uh, sorry, that's Ray Sasser, and they created 713 Houston Area Real Estate Networking, who is a sponsor of this show. In addition, Landon is a partner in Asset REI LLC with myself. So, full disclosure, I've known Landon uh, quite a while, and I think you'll you'll hear why we we get along and we are partners. We tend to cut up a little bit. Want to go ahead and apologize ahead of time that I'm having some audio issues, some difficulties with the quality and software and whatnot. I'm a one man shop, and I got to learn it all. So, it's going to take a little bit of time, and you'll hear my voice kind of reverb and echo. Uh, while Landon was on the phone during this interview, we had some computer issues, so Landon was using a, uh, a telephone. So please forgive those, but I think the quality is good enough to where uh, it's worth the occasional nuisance and annoyance. But before we get into the interview with Landon, I'd like to take a moment and thank our sponsors. The Private Lender Podcast is proudly sponsored by the following. The Realty Investment Community of Houston, or Rich Club, is the premier real estate association in Southeast Texas. The Rich Club provides its members with the education, resources, leads, and networking they need to earn more wealth with their real estate investments. The Rich Club has helped thousands of real estate investors realize their full potential, and they are ready to help you. Visit their website at richclub.org for more details. That's richclub.org. 713 Houston Area Real Estate Networking with Landon Rothstein and Ray Sasser. Come out and experience one of the fastest growing meetups of real estate investors. Visit privatelenderpodcast.com slash sponsors for more information regarding 713 Houston Area Real Estate Networking Meetup. And now, back to the show. Okay, I want to thank the Rich Club and 713 Networking for sponsoring the Private Lender Podcast. And speaking of the 713 Networking Meetup, let's get straight to the interview with Landon Rothstein. Joining us today is Landon Rothstein, a Houston area heavy hitter when it comes to real estate investing. And he also happens to be a partner of mine. So Landon, welcome to the Private Lender Podcast. Thank you, Keith. Great to have you. And looking forward to a a great conversation. I know you got some some interesting things, some events coming up we'll get to uh, towards the end of the show. But if you can, just uh, for the listeners, give us a little, uh, a little bit of your background and how you got to, uh, to be the rock star real estate investor that you are. Huh. All right. Well, I started about nine years ago, um, just kind of like a side thing because I had a full-time job. And um, just I joined a couple of local programs after uh, trying to wing it myself for the first year and um, started learning some things. And... Uh, you know, their, their model was basically buy a house, fix it up, rent it, buy another house, fix it up and rent it. And 
um, did that and, you know, I was making a little bit of cash flow and, uh, you know, the, the whole passive thing wasn't really there. Um, <laughs> it, was a, it was a lot more work than, uh, th- they said it would be, but, um, anyway, you know, it worked and, uh, I was able to start building some equity with the houses and, and, uh, you know, for about seven and a half years, that's what I did till I got laid off. I was working for my mother and she laid me off and, you know, oh, and my wow. wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, it was nice though, because we got laid off at the same time, my wife and I. So, um, you how, know, I'm, at least. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but how, how, how is Thanksgiving now these days after you, you got laid off? Yeah, we, we throw the food at each other just like we did before. So that's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> perfect. yeah. So, uh, but anyway, uh, you know, when I got laid off, I had 57 houses. So it wasn't like, um, I was going to starve. So, you know, then, uh, from that point, I just kept collecting more houses and doing wholesales and flips and rehabs and all that kind of fun stuff, trying to get my feet wet in all areas of real estate investing. And, and then, um, you know, I guess about two years ago is when I, I, I saw the light with owner finance. Um, I know you, uh, interviewed Mitch recently, but he's, that's basically the model that I'm following these days. Um, I really love buying a house cheap, you know, 20,000 selling it for 60, not putting any, uh, rehab or dealing with contractors or dealing with tenants. It's just, uh, it's a really good model all around. It's, it's, it's my favorite. Yeah. It's, it's pretty clean, especially compared to landlording. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, I have, I have 46 rentals and 38 notes and I'm trying to convert all of my rentals over to notes because it just, life is a lot easier. Not worried about toilets and leaky roofs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, cool. So built up 57, a a rental portfolio of 57 homes, or at least a portfolio of 57 homes. Mom laid you off. Um, And it's funny because you were, you were looking for, private lenders to fund your owner financing. And that's actually how we met um, through, through a mutual friend who went from flipping uh, into a wholesale mode and didn't need any private money. So he graciously uh, threw me under the bus and in your sights. And um, yeah, yeah. I, I think we, we made, uh, we did, I did a small loan. Uh, I think the first loan with, uh, with you was, it was in the $30,000 range. And then, um, yeah, we just we we got together. We figured we we're we're both degenerate enough to get along, so we created Asset REI and put that Mitch Steven owner finance model to the test. And so far, so good. Happy with it. And um, no toilets, no tenants, no termites. It's working. You know, you buy a house for five and sell it for thirty, and make the interest on, on the spread on the interest is uh, it's, it's a good thing. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> Um, I thought that was kind of funny when, when I was just, I threw it out to Chris. I was like, Hey, you got any private lenders? And, um, I always think to that Ron LeGrand saying where he says, um, give you one of my private lenders. I'll give you my wife first. <laughs> you <Right>? know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, I just threw it out there and Chris like, yeah, I got somebody. And I was like, yeah, he must, he's got to be pulling my leg. You know, I didn't think he really had a private lender he was going to part with because, you know how it is in this business. It's like there's there's one one investor. Well, there's a hundred investors for every private lender. It seems like you know mm-hmm. they're all fighting over the private lenders. Um, you guys are a, a rare commodity. So um, 
people really are looking for you to put you to use. I mean, I, I kind of had to. My first four properties I got, I, I went through banks and then um, I had some DTI issues and uh, I was kind of forced to go look for private lenders because I really wasn't wholesaling. And I, I know that you know this, but um, everybody else might not know this, but I'm just not a big fan of wholesaling and flipping. I want to hold on to properties. So early on, I just needed to go get some private lenders lined up like right away after I hit house number four. And uh, I went and bought a, a list and did a, a mail out over to over 5,000 people. Got a handful of people who responded and some of them were kind of crazy. They wanted 18% and 16% and points and all this. And I uh, found one guy who said, I'll do 10% and I'll give you loans for 15 and 20 years, which was music to my ears because I didn't want to have to worry about um, cashing them out or finding new financing in six months or a year uh, with my model, you know, with the uh, long-term buy and holds. So I've uh, been working with him for about eight years now. And, um, you know, life is good. He's, and, it, you know, after I had him, then I had other people approaching me saying, hey, you know, I'd like to loan you money as well. So um, it just kind of snowballed. Nice. I just want to circle back when you're talking about the banks and DTI issues. Uh, it's debt to income ratio was uh, too far off for uh, the conventional banks to loan to you anymore. Yeah. And, and, you know, most people in the business know this, like getting the first four is okay. It's pretty simple, but going for number five, it gets a little difficult. And then if you do get um, past five and go to 10, then, then you're, you're done. Fannie and Freddie are not going to back you after 10. Right. So, uh, and I didn't even, I didn't even get to the 10, you know, my, my, uh, debt to income ratio just did not support that at the time. And now I have too many houses to get the 10 conventional. So I just still have, uh, several conventional loans. I, I was able to put, um, four loans in my wife's name. That helps. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you know, recommend that to anybody. If you're not married, get married so you can put some loans in their name. Yeah, it doesn't cost any money. Right. <laughs> My wife's in the background laughing. Too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? That's yeah. great. That's, that's funny. No, it was a dual purpose marrying her, you know, just for, for that aspect so I can get some loans and also for my uh, Spanish-speaking buyers, you know, because she's from Mexico. So I put her on. Here, honey, it's for you. Hey, hey I, I've seen it. It's great. Yeah. Oh, Spanish? Yes. No, I don't. <laughs> Let me pass Yeah, it. no hablo. <laughs> honey, it's Jose. He wants to talk to you. <laughs> So um, let's talk about a little bit. You, you got some success with one private lender and it spreads word of mouth to where people are coming to you because they see, you know, uh, what a great model it is. And especially if somebody's got some money sitting in a, a CD or a, a savings account and, you know, earning, you know, in the past few years, what are one and a half percent today, maybe 2% tops. And right. Or the people at, in the bank are earning a quarter of a percent. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. It's, you're getting nothing if you got your money parked there. Or give it to somebody like yourself who's out there, who's active. And that, you know, I always say investment, all investments uh, have risk. But when you have an investment that's backed by, or in this case, you know, secured, it's not secure, but it's, it is secured by a piece of property, you're not going to go broke. Uh, you know, even if something horribly goes wrong, you still have an asset that has some type of uh, value behind it. And that's uh, what gets a lot of, I think uh, it's a mindset issue for a lot of people who get into private lending. And that's why I wanted to bring you on and, and kind of discuss, you know, it's easy for a real estate investor to, to move away from banks in, in their mindset because the banks actually push them away. 
like you said, you got four loans and now your debt to income ratio is out of whack for the bank. They're not going to loan to you. So you go to a private lender where the private lender still looks at the individual, but the most important thing is that asset or that property that is going to, um, <clears throat> sorry, secure that, secure that loan. So in that, in that sense, um, when you've met with other private lenders or people who want to be private lenders, what, what do you find is their, their number one question for you as the investor? What, are, what do they give? What's that question they put to you to, and then how do you respond and, and make them feel that, look, this is going to be uh, I don't want to use the word safe, but this is a, a good investment strategy to loan Landon Rothstein some money and, and have them put it to work. How do you, how do you coax your, uh, how do you date your private lenders? How about that? How do you court them? I, I get them drunk and uh, have some roofies on me. And uh, he's not know, lying. It's usually good. He's not joking. He's not lying. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember that first night we met. Really. I, no, I, um, I know it was at Gabby's barbecue. That's the only thing I know. That's the only thing I remember. Yes. Yeah. And that is part of the bribery. I, I wine and dine them. You know, I take them out to fancy restaurants like Gabby's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but but uh, seriously, um, you know, I'm a firm believer of, of well, that, that old saying is true, first of all, where the lender, um, they're more concerned about being secure than how much profit they're making. They want to make sure they're getting their, their money back first, that it's safe. So, um, you know, and for me, uh, I'm in the strong belief that uh, real estate, if you know what you're doing in real estate, it's almost hard to lose. Like, I don't see how you can. I mean, uh, you know, with the properties that I get, I, I know how to buy them cheap. Okay. So I'm not buying retail. I'm buying in the right areas. Um, I have insurance on the properties. Um, so even if the house burned down, um, we're still going to get paid through the insurance company. It's, it's really like, it is hard to see how you can lose money in this, you know, buying these kinds of properties the way I do. So, um, it wasn't hard for me to convince lenders of that because I firmly believe that, um, it's, I'm not trying to sell them something I'm, I'm not really sure about, you know, I'm, I'm very definite in, and, and, and it's been true. You know, I haven't ever lost any money yet on any deals and haven't ever not paid a private lender. Uh, that's not true. You missed your first payment to me. Well, I'm talking about real <laughs> private lenders, not you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> that's the appropriate response. <laughs> that's, that's great. But, um, I, I just, I just got off track there. Sorry about that. That was, uh, had to throw a little <laughs> it's the first. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, keep, you bring up a very interesting point that uh, I always say is the number one rule when it comes to private lending is ROI, the return of the investment and that and securing it and getting that back. That's my number one priorities. If, right. Okay, it's oh, ten, not on. Yeah, right. uh, exactly. ROI, return on investment is important, but that's, that's further down the list. I, I look at mitigating as, uh, the risk as much as possible first and foremost. And that means the return of the investment. And that you're absolutely right. That's that's kind of our, the mindset of a, of a lender. Is I want to make sure I get at least my principal back if it's you know right. thirty thousand or and, whatever. And, yeah, and look at it this way: um, with, with an, an investor who's got experience, um, you know, like I said, I've been doing this for nine years now. I, I know how to buy houses cheap. I know where to buy them and what to offer, and you know, estimate rehab, all that kind of stuff. Um, then the house is insured, like we said, if it burns down. But then also with, with uh, two of my biggest private lenders, 
um, I have life insurance. You know, even if I got into a car accident, they're still covered. There's almost like no way this can, can fail. Yeah. And, that, and, it, and it's, a, it's a great strategy because let's, let's, let's use that as an example. If, you know, God forbid something happens and you're, no, you're, you're not able to um, hold or continue holding that property or make the payments to the lender. The lender still has the, prop, the lien on the property, number one. He can, right. you know, he can, worst case scenario, he can foreclose and get the property back, go sell it and get his money back. But, and, and more than his money usually because I'm buying it, you know, 30, exactly. 40, 50 cents on the dollar, yes. you know. You're, you're buying at a, at, a, at a discount. And so when he, if, he, if he, ha- he does have to foreclose and take it back, usually he can get uh, more than what he's got into it. And it, as private lenders, we keep our loan to value or LTV small enough, un, you know, under, um, <clears throat> definitely under market value so that, God forbid, something does happen, we can dispose of the property quickly and, and get our money back. But then you've gone above and beyond and, and have the life insurance policies to, you know, essentially cover your notes, um, not just, you know, help out your wife in the case of your demise, but to help out your business and to protect your business. And that's, that's a very smart thing and a very wise thing to have uh, because that, that goes a long way to making that lender feel very comfortable giving you their money. Yeah. And I don't offer it to everybody. So I hope nobody hears this podcast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think people are starting to see why we uh, we're partners now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we, we don't know the, the the meaning of sarcasm, but uh, no, no. Uh, anyway, but okay. Well, so you've uh, also kind of want to talk to you about how you've gone from the the you know the the, the employee lifestyle, so to speak, to the, the investor. Uh, to, and I still love the fact that you got laid off by your mom. Um, I still think that's great. <laughs> I laugh at it. <laughs> But now you, you're, you're in a position now, like I said, you're, I say you're a heavy hitter in the Houston real estate market because you and Ray Sasser have put together the 713 Houston Area Real Estate Networking Group that is a, a sponsor of the podcast, so thank you for that. And I won't charge you for being on this show because you're, you know, you're sponsoring it. But uh, mm-hmm. talk, talk a little bit about that because this is um, kind of, a, it's hard to, I was trying to think earlier, how am I going to present this? But it, this is like a huge shift. Uh, I think, you know, uh, from like, you know, an, an investor to, you know, let's call it some, you've got some fame and some notoriety and you guys are, but not, not like it's undue or un, unjust because you guys, I know you bust your tail to put together a really good meetup group and it is growing by leaps and bounds. So uh, touch on that a little bit. Um, how yeah, that, how I am kind of a big deal now in, in Houston. Uh, uh, Landon has a lot of leather bound books. It's very true. <laughs> Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, going back to like um, going from the employee to uh, entrepreneur, that was a big jump for me because I was always a W-2 employee my whole life, you know, uh, and it's just nice having a check coming in every week. Um, it's a big lifestyle change going from employee to um, now employer. Um Yeah. And it was scary to be honest with you, because, you know, now you have to hustle and, you know, it's sink or swim time, you know, uh, and things don't always go the way they're planned in real estate or any other business, I guess. Um, and, and things blow up and then you get kind of nervous, but, um, you know, as I've just started collecting more and more properties and they're all producing income, that fear just went away because, you know, uh, let's say I'm averaging like $500, um, per property, 
you know, you can have some mistakes in there and you've got so many other properties, you know, like I've got some vacancies right now, for example, but it, it doesn't hurt me so much because I've got so much income coming in from all the other properties. So, um, it, it's all like everything else, a numbers game. And the more you collect and the more, uh, money producing properties you have, um, that, that fear of, of failure just diminishes. Yeah. A, a, a success breeds confidence, doesn't it? In the, in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. And, and for the investor and for the lender as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of things I've experienced in the past nine years now that it, I'm not really getting surprised much anymore. Um, I have spent over a hundred thousand dollars on education. So I would learn and not have so many, um, gotchas and things blow up in my face. Uh, and it, it's worked out well. I mean, I'm glad I spent that money in education because I would, wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't. Um, but uh, circling back to the 713 and my uh, partnership with Ray, um, well, I guess most people probably around here know Ray Sasser, uh, former president of the Rich Club. Um, and he's like a walking dictionary or encyclopedia on real estate. Yes, um, yes, yes. Just yeah, he's a good guy to be around. You got to have your notepad when you're around him. He's just so so knowledgeable in all areas of real estate, and it's just amazing how much he knows it. So I feel really blessed to have him as a partner. Um, so we started out just meeting and um, having my office and his office get together, and uh, we were sharing ideas, and and then uh, we started inviting outside people and. Um, you know, it was about 14 or 15 months ago and just every month it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger where we had to change locations. First, we were at a little Italian restaurant then we went to a little uh, Mexican restaurant and we outgrew that. Now we're at a, a hotel where um, last month we had 220 people and this month with Ronald Grand coming, we're probably going to have 300, 350 people. It's going to be our biggest event ever. And, um, you know, for me, the, the, the journey with that, with the 713 real estate uh, group, um, it's just been great to hang out with people like Mitch Steven, John Jackson. Um, you know, now when these people come into town, they come stay at my place and, and then, uh, you know, we'll, they'll present at, at our group. And it's just a great thing all around. I, I get to, you know, pick the, the top leaders in the, in the industry, I get to pick their mind, you know, like Duncan Weirman's and Randy Hughes, the land trust guy. Um, I just, I really enjoy all, all of it. It's, it's, it's a lot of work. It took a lot of work to get here, but it's, I really enjoyed it all. Yeah. And, and you touched on a very good point. You know, proximity is, is very powerful. And you know, like you said, with Ray, bring your notepad just because he's, you know, just spitting out, just so much knowledge, local, local real estate, you know, real estate is local and he certainly knows it. And uh, an example of that was, um, uh, he, uh, had one of his students up in the woodlands had a house, uh, this is a couple of years ago and they decided to kind of have like a, a little event, like come out to the house and we'll walk you through it. And the first thing he was like, you know, woodlands, the stucco, they have problems. He's like the only guy in the yeah. room who knew that because he's done so many deals up in the woodlands. That's North Houston for those who aren't familiar, but he knew the yeah. common problems in the common areas. He knew, you know, and same thing with Chinese drywall when we had the problem with, with that, you know, when inspectors yeah. like Kevin Smith were finding it and Ray was right on top of it and, or he'll tell you, you know, don't buy a house if it has the, the, the breaker boxes by this company because they're going to catch fire. And like you said, just having all of that 
around just, I mean, just a race Sasser alone is worth it. But now that you have this meetup and all these, you know, these, these other heavy hitters that are national are, are coming through yeah. and, and sharing their knowledge. It's uh yeah, that's uh, it's, it's a great, great group. And um, I love that. I, I've got a better race Sasser example for you. Um, I was buying a house out in Huffman and uh, I was talking to the owner who had lived there since he was like literally one year old. He was in the house for over 35 years and uh, I was on the phone with Ray like at the same time and I was telling him about the house and he says, well, does it have a wood shingle roof? And I'm looking at a composition roof and I asked the owner, I said, is there a wood shingle? And he says, no. And I said, well, are there wood shingles underneath? And he says, no. And Ray says, well, uh, I don't believe that. He says, go up in the attic and, and take a look around and if you see the, the wood strips, uh, you'll know that it's a wood shingle roof. And and uh, I, you know, sure enough, I went up in the attic, and it was a wood shingle roof. You know, this guy who lived there all his life <laughs> didn't know what kind of roof was. Ray wasn't there, and he was telling me what what kind of roof it was. So uh, I was like, "Wow, this guy just knows an awful lot." And and, and this was even funnier. So I was going to leave the house, and my SUV would not start. So uh, I was still on the <laughs> phone with Ray, and he's like, "Well, lift the hood, pull this off, and uh, do this and that, and it'll start." Sure enough, you know, lifted the hood, pulled off the hose he was talking about, and uh, got got the vehicle started. I said, I, I want to hang around this guy. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, you guys uh, also do some – you and Ray also do some coaching, do you not? Yes. We, we have a coaching program. Um, it's kind of in its infancy. He's been coaching for a long time, uh, you know, I'd say over a decade – but, um, you know, he and I, our program is, is kind of new. We have a um, wholesaling class coming up on April 21st, um, but that's kind of separate from the coaching program. You know. April 21st? Okay. And um, yeah. you, you spoke about uh, – so uh, how would um, – in your coaching program, is it uh, – what, what's kind of the focus? Is it, is it owner finance? Is it flips, rentals, or just uh, showing people the process of acquiring properties for – whatever exit strategy they want. Yeah, it's pretty much whatever they want. And it, it also depends on their skill level. Um, most people seem to come in to investing through, they want to learn wholesaling. So that's what we're getting mostly right now. Um, you know, for the ones who are a little bit more advanced then they want to do the, the rehabbing or landlording or owner finance. Um, but a lot of people, they just want to come in and start learning wholesaling to get some quick cash and, uh, you know, that's primarily like the people that we're getting right now, our students. Okay. And, uh, what, what date is that class you said on, on wholesaling? Yeah, it's going to be April 21st, April 28th, May 5th and May 12th. It's, it's, uh, four Saturdays from nine o'clock in the morning to 11 o'clock in the morning. But what's kind of cool, I think that we're going to do is during the week, we're also going to have uh, a couple of accountability calls so we're thinking like maybe tuesday and thursday we'll have uh coaching calls in, in in the morning um to see where if somebody's stuck you know if if they don't know where to go next they'll they'll ask ray or myself and uh, we'll try to get them over that hurdle and what we're also doing is we're making our number available for like the emergency times too when they're out talking to a seller let's say and they didn't answer on the spot so it's um to me, I think it's better than some of the wholesaling classes that I've taken where you take a day course or a two-day course 
and then you know you're out on your own you don't have any more support um i just think it's a better model yeah absolutely and you've got landon rossing and, and ray sasser supporting you so that's um that carries a lot of weight <laughs> uh certainly in my book so tell us yeah, more and in uh, my case uh physically and and literally and so, literally <laughs> yeah. i'm dropping a few pounds man i'm, I'm losing yeah. yeah you are yeah i'm proud of you you know uh, I'm gonna have to look for a fatter guy to hang out with to make me look skinny now you know <laughs> you were my go-to guy for that no I'm here to help. I'm here to help, but uh, hopefully there'll be a lot less of me around. Uh, but let's circle back. When's, when's Ron Legrand coming to your meetup? Okay, Ron Legrand, he will be here April 12th, 13th, and 14th. Uh, and the 12th is the big day. That's the meetup. And uh, like I said, there'll probably be a few hundred people there this month. And, um, you know, Ron will be speaking for about an hour and a half. And he has uh, on Friday night, he'll have a VIP dinner. Uh, for the people who sign up for the Saturday class. And uh, so you can get three days of Ron. And uh, do you know Ron? Have you ever met Ron? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I was on the, the board of the Rich Club, he came by and uh, we, I had one of the, you know, one of the dinners uh, with him since I was on the board. And yeah, um, having Ray Sasser and Ron Legrand in the same room is going to, you're, you're going to have to like empty your mind before you walk in and just. Yeah. Two of the most knowledgeable man. people in the industry for sure. Absolutely. In all things too, not just, you know, one little niche. They just know a lot about a lot of areas in, in real estate. I've always liked Ron. Um, he, he really does have, like, have huge giveaways. Um, when I was at one of his events uh, about four or five years ago, I won the big prize. He had a commercial boot camp. It was worth 3,500. So I wound up uh, flying out to Florida to take the four day boot camp. Um, but I mean, you know, it was a great prize. I mean, there were other people who were paying the 3,500 to go take the same class that I got for free nice. uh, and he's going to do the same thing at our event. And there was just another, he's just a great guy. You know, we're all in class one day out in Florida and, um, yeah, after the class was over, he says, Hey, you guys want to go see a movie? So <laughs> we're all like, yeah, okay. So we went and we saw Captain Phillips. Uh, yeah, so just a nice guy. He just tells it like it is and, you know, no BS. And, oh, he's, uh, yeah, he's a straight shooter for sure. <laughs> yeah, and he just simplifies things for you, you know, and a, a lot of people need that in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that, that, that's going to be – I'm looking forward to the 12th, 13th, and 14th myself. And um, just a quick question if, um, you know, I think I can get that giveaway maybe. Um, you know, can you put my name at the top of the list or uh, – I can stuff the box. You know, you just give me a whole bunch of cards. Yeah. I'm getting 10,000 printed right now. <laughs> yeah, but he's very, very generous. I haven't seen anybody uh, give away so much stuff like he does. I mean, uh, you know, when we have our meetup, we always try to push the speakers to give away something. And some will, you know, give away a, a, a book or a, like a, basically like a discount coupon or one of their programs, that kind of thing. But Ron, you know, he gives away that $3,500 program. He'll also give away 500 cash and 100 cash. He gives over like $5,000 in prizes, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's pretty generous. Yeah, he's, he's definitely one, uh, one of the, the national guru types that um, I, I, I listen to intently when he, when he speaks. 
Because, like I said, he's a straight shooter and there's no BS, no fluff. And he simplifies yeah. things pretty, pretty well. So, I've listened to pretty much every program he has. I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, listening to podcasts and, and real estate investor material. You know, I'll drive around in the car and listen to, you know, CDs or MP3s, whatever recordings of, of programs while I'm driving around so I can learn the business better. You know, you spend a lot of time in the car. Might as well learn something while you're in there. No, absolutely. And, and, and yeah, in the Houston area, you know, whether you're, you're a W-2 employee and you're commuting or you're driving to look at houses, the odds are you're going to have a lot of time in the car and you might as well make use of it. And that's, I mean, that's how this podcast came to be. Um, you know, it's, it's geared for people commuting to work or commuting to properties, looking at, at things that they're going to be in the car for 30, 60 minutes and, you know, get a little education that's uh, truly passive. You don't have to watch a video. You can keep your eyes on the road and listen and, you know, and process the information as it comes in. Yep. So I'm, I'm right there with you, obviously. Um, so how do people get a hold of you and, and Ray? Let's, uh, how do they get a hold of the, I mean, obviously the 713 meetup, they can go to privatelenderpodcast.com slash sponsors, or just click on the sponsors link and there'll be the um, 713 Houston area real estate meetup information. will take you to the meetup page. But if uh, someone has a question on coaching or some of these classes that you've mentioned, uh, how do they get in touch with you? Okay. Yeah. Well, a couple of ways they can call, uh, 281-852-7777. That's my cell phone. So they can call or text, uh, there for any information. And, uh, my email address is Landon, L-A-N-D-O-N at sellerfinanceme.com. That's for my own finance properties. Okay, and, and all this information will be in the show notes page as well. So if, if you are driving and can't write it down, just go to uh, the show notes. This will be episode 14 with Landon. So uh, grab it there. And, and the uh, way to get a, uh, in touch uh, to find out about our meetup is if you go to meetup.com, you can go to just put in the search bar um, 713 Houston Area Real Estate Investor Network. Yeah, with Landon Rothstein and Ray Sasser. I'm looking at it right now. Yep. And that's, that's held except for the one with Ron LeGrand, that's held the second Wednesday of every month at the Holiday Inn Express and Suites at 125 Airtex Drive. It's at I-45 in Airtex, North Houston. Sounds like you've been there. Uh, time or two, yeah. Time or two. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, speaking of giving things away for free, I've got, are you going to go to the Quest IRA Expo up in Dallas in August? Um. You know, it wasn't on my radar, but uh, I travel all over the place going to these kinds of things now with, with various groups, so I'd be interested in it. Well, if, if you sign up, use the, use the promo code BAKERXPO, and you get 25% off your tickets. So that just, nice. that just, that they, they just emailed me that. Uh, so, yeah, I want to get that out there to anyone listening. Um, I'll be at the Expo. I'll be recording some podcasts there. I'll also be speaking on a panel of uh, private lending and technology. So I want to invite everybody out. Uh, I'll even see if I can get you in, maybe even for 50% off landing. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, depends, on, <laughs> depends on how much, uh, how much fun that you make from, out of me. But anyway, uh, right. yeah, so just use, if uh, you're signing up, go to Baker Expo, 25% off. And definitely check out Landon and Ray's meetup. And I, um, I can't, uh, the, the coaching, I mean, there's like a handful of mentors and coaches in this town that I would trust. And uh, yeah, you guys are definitely on that list. So um, I uh, highly, highly recommend people get in touch with you. So 
Landon, I want to thank Appreciate you for coming it, on. And anything else you'd like to, to say before, uh, or get out there before we say goodbye? Um, no, just uh, hope to see everybody over at the uh, meetup on April 12th. Uh, it'll be a big one, a fun one. There's always free food, uh, free drinks, wine, beer. Um, oh, free food, wine, and beer? Yes. There's a lot of free things. There's uh, free parking. There's free education. There's free networking. And for you wholesalers, bring your deals. Deal sharing. Oh, wow. So, okay. That's... Yeah. That's, so, you can get fed, you can get drunk, and you can get your deals sold. Yes. Maybe yes. not in that order. Maybe not in that order, but that's the idea. Okay. <laughs> right. So, it, it's a good time for all. So especially if you got a bottle of roofies. So... Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lando. <laughs> we better. Well, I don't need uh, those new lenders. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Uh, so I want to thank you for coming on and, and, and sharing your story uh, with Lender Nation today. And uh, of course, you know, I'll be seeing you soon, but it does mean a lot. And um, I wish you all the success in investing and um, everything in the future. Thank you, Keith. See you soon. All right. Take care. Bye bye. All right. That's going to do it for episode 14. I want to thank you for listening today. And I'd also like to ask something of you. If you're listening to this for the first time or the 14th time, if you would please go to iTunes, Google, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, wherever you're listening to this podcast on, whatever platform, please leave a rating and review. My goal is to teach people about private lending and how to do it safely and successfully. And by getting the more, the more ratings and reviews that we get, the better and further the reach becomes. Uh, higher up in the ranks in iTunes and whatnot, so it helps get the word out there. So this podcast is free, but I am going to ask you to pay a small price and go leave a rating and review if you haven't done so already. If you have, thank you very much. I greatly appreciate it. Well, that's all the time we have for today, gang. I wish everybody in Lender Nation happy and prosperous lending. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Private Lender Podcast with your host, Keith Baker. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit privatelenderpodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time.